we're going to dive into the holy um, book of Likute uh, Halachot again. Even though last time we we faced a very complex text, that very deep in its meaning and also complex to translate for me, at least, from this um, Hebrew to simple English. But, um, but I want to give more of those um, wonderful Torah that are written in the Likute Alachot. I think it's very, very important. And um, so let's try to move forward to another part. And here it's written about um, the, um, there is a great wisdom in prayer that um, have been commanded to pray three times a day. Each day we pray morning prayer. Mincha is in the afternoon. And evening prayer, it's alvit in the night. So those tfilot are tfilot midrabanan. Those are tfilot that have been established by our sages for us to pray. But they're not midoraita. Those are not the prayers that we have been commanded in the Bible to pray. The Bible is commanding us, the Torah is commanding us by Moshe to pray. That is the individual prayer that is called Yidwadadut, a personal conversation with the maker of the universe is the main obligation of prayer. Now, because that our holy sages saw that we might forget how to pray, that we might lose our connection to the maker, so they set a secondary obligation to pray three times a day a written prayer from the Siddur book. Those are Shacharit, Mincha, and Arvit. So they are less in their importance but they are very important as well for our memory um, to hold on to prayer. In those prayers, in the three prayers a day we pray, the sages established for us 18 and later on added the 19th bracha, blessings, that each of those blessings are covering another topic, a different topic. So all those topics are needed and important for the person to pray for each day and as much as he can, it's even better. But also to refresh our minds on the main subject of prayer. So we will be able to learn from the way that the prayer is written on that topic and to expand the prayer with our own individual prayers. So if, for an example, it's written about healing, please Hashem, heal us, save us, redeem us from our health issues. Baruch atah Hashem, the healer, you are the source of blessing, the healer of his nation, of his people, the people of Israel. So 
in that prayer, there are many concepts that are waking us up to understand how to pray in time of need, not only in Shmonaisle. Also, while you walk in the street and suddenly you see a person that is sick, so then you can pray, please Hashem, heal that person. You're going to have that installed into your mind that you're able to pray. For that, the sages established the prayer. So now I'm going to read a little bit about that on the aspect of prayer. The aspect of prayer is a main connection of the person to his maker. And it's in an aspect of relationship in holiness. Means even intimacy, any kind of inner connection with your soulmate, with your partner, is called zivug, unification. And the maker that he is, our source of life, is in an aspect of a husband to his wife. And in time of prayer, we are connecting ourselves to him as in that connection of relationship. And like that Rabbi Nachman of Breslev wrote in Torah 46, that by the real, true, great, righteous people, there is no difference between the physical connection to the spiritual connection. Means that the righteous people who purified their bodies and their mind is not into the lust and desires of the physical intimacy, they see in the physical connection with their soulmates a spiritual bonding and a true emotional connection. Therefore, for them, the physical act and an act of prayer are similar in their importance and in their holiness. It's not that one is lower and the other one is higher. It's not that one is spiritual and the other one is physical. Both of those are mitzvot, and mitzvot has been given to us by Hashem. And righteous people and pure people, their mind is clear to know what the will of Hashem is, even if they need to go into the valley of shadows of death, even if they need to go into physicality, even if they need to go off the highway and the most blessed and, and beautiful spiritual experience to an earthen and physical experience, they know how to do it with their soul. And they're not being drawn by their physical bodies. The evidence for that connection is quoted from the Talmud in Masechet Prachot that our sages said, Amar Rabbi Binyamin, Rabbi Binyamin said, that he wished, that my prayer will be close to my bed. Means that, of course, there are many explanations to that Gemara. It can, you can explain and interpret that request as a request to pray right after waking up in the morning or immediately before I go to sleep. Close to my bed means to the time I go to sleep or waking up from bed in the morning. So to pray immediately after I stand up or to pray Arvit, then evening prayer, right before I go to sleep. So that can be one interpretation. But Rabbi Nachman here is taking that request into a deeper aspect of that request 
שתהא תפילתי סמוכה למיטתי, that there gonna be similarity between the unity of the couple to the unity of the servant of the maker to his maker. Because the prayer is in the aspect of Isha Yirat Adonai. The prayer is in the aspect of a woman that is fearing from heaven, means full of faith, true servant of Hashem, female. The first words in Tefillat Shmonaisa that we say are Adonai, Sefatai, Tiftach. When we say Adonai as the first word in Shmonaisa, we are not writing it with Yud Ke Vav Ke. We're writing it with Aleph Dalet Nun Yud. So the first letter of the word Adonai is Aleph. And then Sefatai, we're not saying with Samech, we're saying with Sin. Sin is the letter Shin. And we're pronouncing it Sefatai, sounds like Samech, but actually is being written with the letter Sin, that is like Shin. So you have Aleph in Adonai, and then Shin in Sefatai, and then Tiftach, open. It's the letter Taf, Tiftach. So those three letters of Adonai, Sfatai, Tiftach are three letters that together will compose the word Eshet. This is the Eshet Chayl. This is the woman that she's a servant, that she is a, a woman soldier that will serve Hashem, like in the amazing song of Shlomo Melech, Eshet Chayl. So the brave woman. So the prayer is in the aspect of a righteous female who serves Hashem. And the main correction of prayer is by the aspect of the intentions of the month of Elul. What are the intentions of the month of Elul? Elul is the month of tshuva, of atonement. And the first and the letters of the word Elul, that is the name of the last month of the year, that in that month we're going to do tshuva, atonement, preparing ourselves for judgment day that will be in the end of the month of Elul and in the beginning of the month of Tishrei, that is the first month of the year. So the month of Elul will be a month of atonement, a month of preparation, a month of tshuva. So the intention of Elul is written in the letters of the word Elul. And the letters of the word Elul is Aleph Lamed Vav Lamed. And the letters of Elul, Aleph Lamed Vav Lamed, are the first letters of the verse, Ani Ledodi Vedodi Li. I am for my beloved, I'm ready for my beloved one, and he is ready for meetings. The way to do it is based on love, is not based on fear. It's with that great intention of, I want to purify myself for my husband. I want to be clean. I want to be pure. I want to be ready. I want to love my husband enough for me to be worthy for his love for me. That is the individual request. It doesn't have to be the female request to be pure for her 
masculine husband. No. Also, the husband should prepare himself for the connection and for the and for the and for the unity um, between him and his soulmate. And especially when we are uplifting that concept of connection and mating to the concept of prayer, of course, that every individual is considered as a female towards our source of light that is healing and feeding us, that is the maker of the world. So the main correction of prayer is by the intentions of Elul. And what are the intentions of Elul? Like we said, to prepare ourselves for our beloved ones. And as well, that Hashem gives a path in the sea. What does it mean? When the boat is sailing in the sea, she cannot see the path ahead of her. You cannot see the road. There is no road in the sea. When you look back, you see a trail behind you. So you can see where your boat sailed but what is the right and exact direction ahead of you is a piece of information that is hidden from your eyes but the fact that you cannot see it does not mean that it does not exist it is it does exist but only Hashem gives that path Hashem he is the one who is Noten bayam derech gives the road in the sea. So for the person that is inside his own boat, for him the path is to count on Hashem. For him the path is to be in trust with the maker of the universe, that he will take us towards our desirable destiny. But we cannot see it unless we're going to look back into our life experience. And over there, we will recognize that Hashem was the one who guided us. We can see that while seeing the trail behind us, that Hashem took us from one experience to the next, from one journey to the other, brought us through different stations to the place that we are located at right now. So we're trusting Hashem for him to be the one who will set the path for us in the sea. That is the intention of the month of Elul, that when a person is wanting and hoping to connect himself to Hashem in tshuva, in prayers, he should know that the path of tshuva, the path to find Hashem in the end of that road, is hidden, is a mystery, and you're not necessarily will see it. But if you will look back at your past, you will see that you already been pushed by Hashem in a certain direction that brought you to the place that you're located at right now, that he already took you from one station to the next, from one life experience to the next, from one educative experience in your life to where you are right now a bit more humble, with more knowledge, with more wisdom, life experience that brought you that far. And by that, the heart will desire 
the connection. If you do not look back and see how many things you gained until now, your heart will not be motivated, will not be passionate to continue. Only when a person is searching within himself to find the real treasures that his soul gained until now, that he will see all the good things that happened to him, that he will develop that sense of gratitude, of appreciation to his own achievement, to his own life experience, that his wisdom is based on his own life experience. If he will not do so, he will always feel himself that he is completely empty, that he doesn't have no wisdom, doesn't have no success. Because when you look at yourself right now, in your position, in that tail of the boat that is sailing in the sea, there is no path ahead of you. You cannot see no road. So you are like a lost person in the middle of the ocean. There's no road ahead of you. You don't have no direction. If you will look back, you will be able to see that there was a path, that there is a path, just that the future is a mystery for you. So based on that observation, you will be able to count on Hashem more and to put your trust on Him more for Him to lead you to the next stations in your journey as He was supporting and pushing you in the past. So the main correction is of prayer. So the main correction of prayer that is in the aspect of Isha Yirat Hashem, that woman that is full of faith, full of trust, is in the aspect of Im shehu mekubal, is also in another aspect that will be explained. There was a story in the Gemara, in the Talmud, about Rabbi Hanina. Rabbi Hanina was a known, famous, righteous person. The mouth was making wonders. He had an enormous power in prayers. And always after he was finishing praying for someone, he knew if his prayer was accepted and if that person will be healed, God forbid, he won't. One time he was asked, so he answered, Im If the prayer that I prayed was fluent, was flow easily, I found the right words and I was able to aim them with the right intention and it went smooth. I know that my prayer is accepted. This is a great lesson about prayer. You should find the way that your prayer will flow, that you'll find the right speed to pray, that you'll find the right intention and topics to pray for. Because start praying on things that does not really matter to you or not really burning in your heart and are like so important for you, you won't be able to set a flowing prayer. Your prayer will be choppy, will be, it will be broken. You'll be bored praying. You won't be happy. You won't be satisfied from that prayer. 
moment when you will pray on things that really matters to you. And you will aim your heart to the desirable thing. You will wish for that thing and you will want it with all your heart. You will be honest in the time of prayer. You will also find right words in that prayer. And kind of prayer, a prayer of truth, an honest prayer is a prayer being answered. So the person in his individual and as well when he's praying, harmonized with the whisper prayer, the prayer that is written three times a day in the Siddu. When we are praying our prayers, we need to find our own flow. When I'm praying, usually I'm praying very slow. I'm looking at the we're going to finish already. And they're asking me, why are you praying so long? And I'm telling them, I'm not praying long. I'm just not moving to the next word before I'm saying the last word with the right intention. I'm just saying the words with the intention. I will not say, that way to I will not talk in this way to my friends. Why that I will talk in this way to Hashem? If I am talking now with Hashem, so I need to talk to Hashem like you talk to an honorable person that is standing in front of you. And if you want to ask something, so say, Baruch Hashem, talk. Asking something or the, to fulfill your obligation and getting rid of that prayer, moving it off your back and just like moving to your next meeting, if that's your intention. So it's not considered so much as a prayer. But if you pray, you need to put your heart and your mouth into the words that you say in prayer. Tanya said once that Filach Monaisle is to take 18 minutes because how can you move from one of the blessings and not give it a minimum minute for each blessing? This is Balatanya, Rabbi Nachman of Westlip. So just to think about that. words, tension. When you talk to someone, when someone talking to you, you want him to be focused in you. You don't want what to someone that you will play on his phone. You don't want him to be busy with something else. You want him to be focused. The same thing you need to do when you talk to someone, your eyes should be towards him or at least humble yourself in front of him. And you should speak as you speak to an honorable person, to a parent, to someone you like, you love, you appreciate, you respect, you honor, a minimum to ask the same thing when we talk to Hashem. So when a prayer of the person is fluent, and 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 clear, then you can know for that from that that your prayer is accepted, and that, um, and when a person is praying in that way, so definitely the 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 testament that the Torah is testifying on Eliezer, the slave of Abraham will be the testament on us, on you and me, on the ones who are praying. The testament on Eliezer, Ebed Abraham, was that he was praying for the Shidduch, for the soulmate of Yitzchak. Eliezer, the slave of Abraham, went to bring a bride to Yitzchak, the son of Abraham, Eliezer's master. 
doctor and he was praying, please Hashem, answer my prayer. Help me to complete the mission that I was sent to, to accomplish, to bring a bride to the son of Abraham, to Yitzhak. And before he finished his request, he saw Rivka coming out with the flock, with the, her pack, with the herd. So the verse is defining that situation is Beterem tikreu before you're going to finish calling me, I will already answer. So when a person is praying his prayer from the heart, putting his intention into the words, praying on topics that are close to his heart, expressing his feelings, his thoughts, his desires with truth, a prayer like that will be answered before you finish praying. Try that and you shall be answered. It's not hard. It's not across the ocean or behind the mountains of darkness. It's in your mouth and in your heart to keep and to do. It's closer to you than you can imagine. Just set a certain time in your day for that individual prayer and pray from your heart, like we just explained. And if it's like water, dropping and melting and disappearing from your memory. This is why we are uploading all of our videos to Facebook, to YouTube, and to our website, emuna.com. And over there, you can search in our archives for those old lessons that you were already able to forget and refresh your memory with this great content and enjoy and may all our prayers and requests be answered in no time in our days. Amen. Can you hear son? Thank you so much. Emuna Project is a non-profit organization. To support this work, please make a purchase from our online store or donate through emuna.com. Thank you. My new book, Return to Your Root, is now on Amazon and emuna.com.